Normally in our First Nation culture, we don't identify as carers and taking care of our families here now or by distance is what we do and have done. And we never ask for help due to past trauma. Our mobs describe what rivers they have followed or lands they have lived their footprint on, their connection to country and how they've been caring for many generations past and present. Our mobs also talk about how they look after their own health and relationships, stay connected to their culture and to their spirits to keep their identity and dreaming alive. They all tell their stories with passion, sadness and to teach other carers what they do to survive as they have done for many generations. In these stories, you will find the healing power of listening and connecting and individual strengths. Holding on to that hope as you find one way of sharing common grounds. Welcome to Sharing Common Grounds of Caring Podcasts, hosted by me, Benny Egmelis. We have the uh, delicious Sean Caddy with us today, a bit of royalty. How are you? I'm good, thank you. And you? I'm well, I'm well. Now, Sean, I have to ask, I watched... I watched you on NITV and, 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 a, and a bit about your story. Fantastic. But I, I guess for me, being respectful, what, what would be your preferred pronouns? Yeah, no worries. Um, so my pronouns would be they, them, but I'm of that other generation where we didn't have the pronouns and stuff. So I pretty much react to most and like I react to most pronouns and stuff that people can use in that. How do you find it? I mean, I guess myself, we're just going to get straight into it if you yeah. don't mind. <laughs> But already, already got some got some tea. Yeah. But I guess for me, as a um, would you say gender uh, binary? Yeah, not binary. Yeah. Non binary. Non binary yeah. person in an Aboriginal culture that's I guess been very set on men's business, women's business. Ooh. Tell us a bit about the the complexities around that, or how have you found well, that within community? Within community, I guess it's more the religious influence that's sort of washed out the non-binaries in our community because we've always had two spirits of some form around whether they be healers or storytellers and all of that sort of stuff and a lot of the medicine men and healers and doctors or anything of ours have been so-called two spirits but two spirits is sort of a term that the americans Indians and stuff use so we we don't really have a term but it's always sort of been recognized especially out in the communities and stuff that we've always been a crucial part of the element of the tribes of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there just hasn't been a lot of research and stuff into it, but it's now that all this stuff is coming up, it's good because they're now actually starting to research into that stuff and that. So yeah, that's good. Right. Learn more, yeah. And because you know, I, I I did a great. I wrote on a on a TV show with um, Nyoka Guri, mm-hmm. um, who's just fantastic, yeah. by the way. <laughs> and Nyoka, just it, it's such a unique writer, such a unique person, has just showed me this perspective around um, uh, because they're they're non-binary. So Nyoka said, look, she said, one day we're going to um, be the elders. And I guess we set what what culture is as as the new generation. And I I think about that. Like I've got a cousin brother who's transgender and I listen to the family or watch the family really struggle with helping my cousin find their place within our culture, not just our community, but within our culture. Because, yeah. you know, funeral times, men stand there and the women stand there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So it, it created these these sort of types of, of complexities that we, but that my generation, we're, we're finally listening and, and understanding yeah. and making room for and space for. So 
I, I, I love it. And how, and how was your, how was your, you know, how did you go seeing yourself on TV? Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> that's always a fun one. I'll be real. And I mean, it's good because like I'm in drag. So I'm just like, oh yeah, cool. That's that character. That's fine and stuff. And then you get somebody actually getting interviewed and stuff. This stuff I'm fine. Cause it's like, yeah, there's a microphone there and you don't get to see me. I can be whoever the hell I want to be. Gotcha. Put that video in front of me. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you're going to see my face. Now. Oh, you know, and just all those different movements and everything is like, yep. Tone everything down. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you find yourself being like super critical of yourself when yeah. you see yourself on TV? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been, I've been, I've had a couple of couple of bouts on TV, and and I've and I've looked at myself and gone, why did I wear that? You know, you know, it, it's like you're so super critical. Yeah. Whereas no, you think people are paying attention to you yeah. like that, but yeah. nobody's paying attention no. to you like that. No one. No one even notices the colour of the shirt. (laughs) So tell us a bit about your experience as a carer. So I care for my now, oh gosh, they're 16 and a half now. I've cared for them since they were six months old. That's my youngest biological child. I have four biological children. The other three have sort of been backwards and forwards between me and their mum, who's in far north Queensland. Uh, The youngest has a triplication of a chromosome at 1Q21.1, which... We're still learning a lot about, but expresses in development and heart and it covers a whole lot of areas. So it can sort of pop up everywhere and we're still sort of learning. But at the moment, the things that we do know is the accelerated growth. They're definitely spectrum stuff on there, whether it be ADHD, Asperger's and all that. And that is different ways expressed yeah it's been a journey and an adventure. So our family motto then for that one um, is just that every day is an adventure. Come on. Some days they're bad. Some days they're good. But, you know, like, yeah, okay, we got through that adventure. What's what, the next one? Yeah. And that sort of just gotten us through life in general over the last 16, 17 years. Yeah. Wow. It's amazing. Because <laughs> eh? I, I remember watching watching it on TV it's, and you could just kind of, um, you know, you, 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 you come across very positive. You know, like I, I, I have, this is how I approach life. This is how I live my life. I live my life out there. I'm proud. I'm loud. If you're, if you, if you like me, amazing. If you don't like me, good, you know, good. Yeah, yeah. I hope you're okay too. Keep <laughs> you're not even negative about the people that are kind of negative towards you. You just kind of got this really positive outlook on life. And I was thinking, where does this come from? Like, cause you know, I, mm. I, and then, and I guess, um, and then I had this kind of cross up where we, we got this opportunity to care as ACT and then meet, meet you and understand <laughs> you've just got this entire background of looking after. Um, yeah. someone and 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 that mentality is sort of building your your life kind of for the past 16 years and um and yeah so now it just a lot of it makes sense yeah. i'm really pumped and that yet yeah, you still do have those moments don't you worry yeah there is yeah this is that thing where you're like this is that outside perception and you're like hey. yeah 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 but i can switch up real quick <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah don't mistake my kindness for weakness no, but oh. also the other way as well, where, you know, it's not all glitz and happiness and everything all the time. Yeah. You have a moment as well where there's the other end of the spectrum and yeah. <laughs> so, my, 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 like my son sort of stepped over the line last night. My wife gave him that whole, don't mistake my kindness for weakness. Even I got afraid, yeah, you yeah. know, I got afraid. I was like, damn, my, yeah. my wife is about to let this fella know. <laughs> You know that one time with your mum, you'd be like, mm-hmm. and when your mum talks to you, and that's yeah. it, you never forget that point yeah. from there forward. You yeah. Know? Well, they had that look. Yeah. They didn't even have to say a word or just got that look <laughs> when you're around mob and stuff, and then that was yeah. it. You froze. You were like, yeah. 
nope, not doing a thing. Yeah. And it's like, should I run? Should I stand and take it? Yeah. I want to run. No. <laughs> run mentality, yes. Uh, let's dig deep. Like, um, what are some of the challenges you face as a, as a carer on the daily? I'm blessed where my child presents as pretty much normal and stuff. And that's sort of been a negative and a positive where they mask or they've masked a lot. Yeah, right. Through primary school and high school. And a lot of people hadn't realized at times that they were masking and stuff um, or just showing different behaviors and stuff that weren't actually their normal behaviors. So that's always been a big one. Um, meltdowns are being the queer parent. It's always a fun one. Yeah, talk, talk to people like that. Well, being light-skinned queer parent, yeah. queer indigenous parent, having children who are all darker than me, I call them my chocolate rainbow. So my eldest one, who's 22 now, is like full-on dark chocolate dark. Yeah, yeah. And my youngest one is like two shades lighter than me. Anyone, I'm like a really milky cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> and that's my chocolate rainbow. Like We've lived in some small towns like Innisfail and stuff in Queensland where literally in the middle of the shops, a woman's like walked up and gone, excuse me, where did you get your kids? And I'm like, um, pardon? And my <laughs> young ones have literally turned around and went, what? Where'd he get us from? What? So, we come from our mum, we're sure, you know? And this woman's just like, no, but you're gay. How could you have kids? I'm like, huh? Oh, wow. You know, and just those little ones, like when we first got here, there was a school that, like, so the rules are with birth certificates and stuff that this child can be admitted to school and stuff um, as long as the stuff's coming, like the other identification documents and stuff are coming. The principal would not waive that because we were queer just so that he could verify that they were actually my children. Yeah, wow. And it was like, um, yeah. Yeah, that's that's ignorant, eh? I mean, like, I look at my son, like, he is he is almond milk, right? Like, yeah. he is. <laughs> when he came, like, honestly, and when when we when he when I first had him, my mum, like, said, like, they call him Muddy Yapa, like, yeah. terror in our family, right? Because yeah. he just was so light skinned mm -hmm. and white. He just kind of like, mum was like, I need sunglasses to look at this. Kid, you know? <laughs> and, but when people passed us, they would wonder, like, how did he end up? And then my wife, my wife would come along, who's just white ass, yeah. and they would see her and go, "Oh, okay, that makes sense," you know. Yeah. But now, because my son looks more like mum, mm -hmm. he's really, really handsome, and, yeah. and like this, this, this fat, hairy, you know, sort of <laughs> cappuccino. <laughs> and and <laughs> so, so I was like, made all the good bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I gave him, I gave him his will, you know, <laughs> his strength, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, like, like they'll walk past and they'll see me and him, and they'll go. I wonder how that works. Uh -huh. I can see that. I wonder how that all works. Look, yeah. And then, and then, uh, sort of, my wife will then kind of come out of the picture, and they go, "Oh, okay, that makes sense now." Yeah. So, uh, and anyway, and then they look at me like, "How did you end up with her?" You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "There was a time, mate. There was a time where I looked skinny and good." Yeah, well, that's fair. I'm just like, ah, uh, there was a time where I was actually having a relationship, <laughs> having children with a woman, and everything for ten years, and then went, "No, nah, I'm yeah. out." <laughs> you got to do. You got to do yourself. You got to yeah. be you who you are. Yeah. I guess um, as a carer, you've, there's a lot of sort of daily things. I reckon you would sort of challenges you would face in that. Where do you go to for support mechanisms? You know, there's not much help. I guess coming from that perspective, I think there should be a lot more um, uh, push from government. I guess then to prioritise. Yeah, even just around yeah, and even just around general, I guess, like emergency relief situations in general, where people are looking for food vouchers and that sort of stuff. You go to the three main ones. So Salvation Army will see you once every six to twelve months. They'll give you vouchers on that. 
time and then that's it sort of thing. Yeah. Some minis will give you 20 or 40 bucks once every couple of months, depending on what they can do. And I can't think of the other one at the moment. Yeah. But yeah, like the emergency release system in the state, like in the ICT, it's an overhaul basically. Yeah, they, yeah. They, um, during COVID, they kicked into a whole different stuff of like boxes and food and stuff that would come out, which was a great support like during COVID, even for non carers and carers alike. Um, it was just a box of non-perishable foods and stuff. And obviously because COVID was out, they couldn't be sure what they were doing and what they were giving to people and stuff. So that yeah. was sort of a bad, but that doesn't then cater. Like if you're a carer, you're caring for possibly more than likely child, children with special needs, children yep. who then would have dietary needs or dietary likes and stuff. And so the person giving you this $20 voucher is basically going there. Yeah, yeah. There's a meal. It's got to buy you like two dietary requirements. Yeah. yeah, yeah, gotcha. And so it just doesn't, there isn't that, ground level, I guess, or grassroots approach anymore. It seems yeah. like it's like high up. It's you know, I was thinking about it. that, hey, because, um, you know, we've got a, a few small businesses and then I was thinking like as a small business, you kind of want to, you kind of want to give back to community, right? Mm -hmm. and, and so we sponsor like the Boominala Raiders and we do a whole bunch of things, but I know out there there's a whole bunch of small businesses that I think can get involved in because they actually, they, they have a policy that it's called their corporate social responsibility policy. Mm -hmm where they kind of um, focus on giving back to community in yeah. some way, shape or form, not yeah, just yeah. any, like any business, mm. not Aboriginal or not. You know, like I, I was listening and I was, I was watching a, a thing the other day where how they were addressing homeless emergency relief mm. and that. The, the community itself took care of those things. They didn't rely on a government to, to do that thing. There was enough resource within the businesses, the local businesses mm -hmm. and the community yeah. to be able to, to manage those those needs because you know we all know at, at the best of times sometimes a budget could come out with government you know different priorities are, are pushed forward yeah. and, and different areas are kind of left to the wayside or, or kind of money's pulled out of those areas even so I, I think you know if you're a small business out there you know look really consider some of these structures out there around grassroots giving and that Hey you mob, do you help, support and care for your parents, your aunties, uncles, grandparents, cousins, siblings who live with a disability or a medical condition, including terminal and chronic illness, a mental illness or frail age? Carers ACT offer a range of supports and services designed to support, connect and empower First Nation carers in their caring roles and personal well-being with programs such as short-term replacement, in-home care and respite when you need to have a break or unexpected illness. Carers ACT offers counselling, educational workshops, social and therapeutic activities and advocacy. By working together, we help our First Nation carers feel relaxed and supported so they can keep leading fulfilling lives, continue their caring relationships and maintain their sense of self and cultural connection. Carers ACT is the delivery partner of the Carer Gateway in the Australian Capital Territory. And if you want to have a yarn with our friendly First Nation worker, you can work together in finding how... We can support you and connect you to culturally appropriate services. You can now call the one national number, 1800 422 737. That is linked to a wide range of services, and we want to support you through your caring journey. And what does grassroots mean to you? I mean, like that, I mean, there'll be heaps of listeners out there. <laughs> we as Blackfellas, we get what grassroots is, eh? Yeah. Like, we understand yeah. grassroots. You're not in an office job, you're not in a suit, you're not up there, you've actually lived life. You've had those days where you don't know where a meal is coming from. It's got to be like one of those tick points to be called grassroots because of people who are working on the ground in the community, seeing the community, know the community, 
stuff. If you don't know the community, you can't be calling yourself grassroots. grassroots. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I, I specifically, when we look at where our sort of sponsorship is stuff, we do focus on grassroots community events. Like that has to, has to have black fellas. <laughs> Got to be looking after the mob, man, not yeah. caught up with some sort of administrative costs and that, you know, that's what government funding's for. Cool. But I'd love to see what we give and that actually help the community and see and look at it tangibly yeah. and see that. What would you like to do more of the year to come? I mean, you, you know, you, you, you seem quite busy, but <laughs> what would you like I to do? I have actually gotten more onto my plate. Um, I'm currently writing a show about being a dad and a drag queen. So that's a lot of fun and an experience in itself. And um, trying to set up, actually speaking of grassroots stuff, trying to set up a support um, agency for queer youth in Australia, but they've got to be Indigenous. There isn't anything really... We have a lot of like adult-focused and community-focused queer Indigenous organisations, but there's nothing that's actually queer youth yeah, or well. queer mob youth. And so if you're mob and you're queer, you're pretty much going to be still in the same gendered housing situation and stuff if you're a young fella. And even with foster caring and stuff, it's a messy situation there yeah, as right. well because they can stay uh, – department can prescribe them blockers and stuff straight away if they're saying they're trans and stuff without any stuff going on and like you know a lot of our young fellows are just like me it's non-binariness they yeah. are femme and mass yeah it doesn't mean that they want to actually be trans yeah and have stuff you know like a lot of our brother girls and sisters boys and stuff don't have surgeries yeah it's not a thing they're just happy in their own bodies as long as they're presenting yeah, that way, um, and so it's just sort of that grey area, unfortunately, of what's right, what's wrong, and and, and I find the um, I guess the residential care aspect for a lot of the, the 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 young people who go into to that kind of um situation, they're barely getting uh cultural awareness training for the for the staff, then alone training around yeah dealing with people from the LGBTQI community mm -hmm. and what to say and do, and it's a Personally, I, what I think around this stuff is, is like the information's out there. Go educate yourself. Mm. You have to educate yourself. Right. It's, it's not enough to be, um, to not know anymore. Don't be, don't be ignorant. There are organizations out there who literally that's all they do is educate in this space. So go and find the organization. Mm. I mean, I remember working with an organization and they had a, a trans person in the organization and one of the staff kept coming up because we were training them all around cultural safety. And they kept saying, oh, I just want to go up and ask them all these questions. I want to ask all these questions. And I was like, why? You know, like this. Google. Yeah, just, yeah. I was like, even as a black fellow, I just Google everything. Right? Uh -huh. right. I mean, just Google questions. Like these are very challenging stories for people to talk about openly. So uh -huh. my sort of thing is like go out and learn, educate yourself. Go and talk to the organizations who specifically deal in that area of education. Don't pummel that one person you know at work a hundred times a you know a day. But that person is probably now overworked, burnt out, and tired because of all the extra yeah, cultural exhaustion they've had to give people. Hundred percent cultural exhaustion. We call. It. I guess for me, if there's any carers out there listening and they're looking to access help or support, I mean, you being new and your most positive vibe, uh, what would you say to them? Look, do join up on the carers gateway and stuff. There is that stuff there, and there is help out there i mean there's going to be those horrible days there's always going to be a better <laughs> day <laughs> yes. 
eventually, sometimes it can be a while. And like, you know, all humor aside, we get it. Everyone's been there at some point in their life. And there are other people out there. And sometimes it's just finding other people in situations similar to you. If you can't find organizations. Find the people. There can be other people, yeah. Is Facebook good for yeah. that? Yeah, just Facebook it? Yeah. Even on Facebook and stuff, there's these groups called Buy Nothing Groups at the moment that I've even gotten into. And the amount of people in there where, like, sharing food and sharing support. And oh, stuff. wow. And Tell me again. Like, buy yeah. Nothing. Buy Nothing Groups and just for your local areas and stuff. So different suburbs have yeah. sort of sprung up in that. And they oh. seem to be really cool too. Because I really want to get my son into, because he's, he, I really want to get him into, like, this this mind frame of giving back to community. Yeah. So I've given him like, look, you've got to pick something. And we looked at like getting food for the food bank, but I'm like, well, some more grassroots, mm. you know, and it's kind of like a thing for me, right? Like, a, like a, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, how grassroots? Not as grassroots as me. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes. it's getting to that point for me, right? Where I'm like, oh, so. You know, you see, yeah. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I literally hold the spoon and put it in their mouth. That's how grassroots I am. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so arrogant I am. I'm sorry. It's terrible. Um, now, a, little, a bit of a light subject before we clean up. Uh, do you follow a sports team? <laughs> uh, you wrote. Okay, sorry. Final Queensland, I have to say Cowboys because uh, all my mob will run me down the street if I don't see them. High, high five me. High five me. I'm a Mount Isa boy. I grew up in Mount Isa, so yeah. Cairns. Yeah, Cairns. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm in Barbram. So Jab Gunji. All oh, right, in Barbram. Yeah. On my side, Yidinji. Okay, so yeah, my dad's a baddie. Yeah. Wow, wow. Yeah, yeah Steve. Palm Island and stuff connect and all that. Yeah, well, so, yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, I tell my niece to stay away from the Palm Island. Wild Island. Palm Jagger is great. Yeah. <laughs> and, and last kind of question, what do you like to do in your spare time? Drag. Yeah, come drag on. Drag and art, yeah. So I do, I'm a drag queen, a non-binary drag queen as well. Um, do local shows and stuff wherever I can. Um, travel, get to travel around. I'm lucky. I'm at that point where I'm getting to travel around the country doing shows and yeah. Doing that sort of stuff, so it's fun. I have a lot of fun at the time, and it's also then, in its own weird way, helped my child, who is now like sometimes jumping on stage with me and stuff. Um, loves doing their costume making and all of that sort of stuff. So that's awesome. Yeah, we have a lot of fun, and it's good just sort of being that. You know, our young ones need that face, just of a crazy bit. Yeah, right. A person who does not. <laughs> yeah, and so my drag name is Mad B. Mad so, B, is it? That's an acronym for mum and dad both. And also because, you know, mad bits, hi, you know. But yeah, and just trying to tell our young ones, you know, like shame was the white word. Shame is a white word. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. There is nowhere in any of the languages a substitute word for shame. In any of our languages all over the country, no one can go, oh, yeah, this is our language word for shame. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> it's absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Do you find there's a big drag community here in, in Canberra? Yeah, it's getting there. Um, it's funny, but it's it's split and stuff. It's very, yeah, it's sort of clicky, just like Canberra in itself. Yeah, gotcha. Um, but, yeah, no, there's a very good scene. And that's sort of um, a lot of work over a few of us over a lot of the last six years or so. It's sort of growing a lot. Yeah, yeah. But it's fun now. Good, good. So, uh, you know, a bit of a plug-in. When's your next show? November 4th at Ainsley Arts. November 4th, 4th yeah. Ainsley and I have Arts. six other queens coming down as well. Um, you can check it out on Spring Out, which is on Facebook and stuff, or you can follow me, Mad B Diva, on Facebook and Instagram and stuff. We'll be out of yeah, 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 100%. <laughs> Thanks so much, Short. I really appreciate it. So, so it's at, um, Mad B Diva. Yep. 
at on the Facebook spring, and Insta. Yeah, yep. Spring Out and Spring Out is the local queer festival that happens in November. Oh, okay, awesome, cool, cool. So they don't have, they don't call it Pride in Cameron. So it has its own name because like twenty years ago, a whole group of people wanted to start Pride. Yeah, right. In Canberra, and so it became Spring Out. Oh, yes, yeah, yes, yes. Because yeah, it's kind of close to the world. Because uh, world the, the World Pride's in um, February, March. Sydney, Sydney yeah. Well. That's going to be gotcha. huge. Yeah, and well. there's a, uh, another Miss First Nations competition, which is, you've seen me for, the TV thing I was doing was for Miss First Nations in 2018. So now for World Pride, they're having Supreme Queen, which is the winners from the three different seasons. That's not me, by the way. And plus invited guests. Oh, oh, okay. So yeah, we don't know yet who those invited guests are. Well, oh, watch your space. Watch your space. <laughs> We're just petitioning to put Mad B on that stage, so it's going to happen. Yeah, come on, <laughs> come on, get it out. You know, actually, I found out um, if you get a certain amount of petitions, you can get a day named. Oh, really? So, yeah, you know, King Stingray, they're like the, yeah. the music band. Mm-hmm. So their the fans went out and petitioned for them, and now there's like King Stingray Day. For real. How many numbers were there? I don't know. It's like, it's crazy. You know, then you yeah. get a date number and I love these stuff. So I, I could be correct, wrong in that, but that's what I heard. So yeah, yeah. Uh, sounds, <laughs> sounds, like, sounds feasible, right? It does. And I can do petitions. Yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you coming in and, oh, uh, and uh, I had a blast. I appreciate yeah. all the best no with worries. the competition. Thank you. We'll talk soon. See ya. Well, another great chat with the First Nation carer in Canberra. And thanks to Carers ACT for making this yarn possible. If you are caring for a family member, a friend, a spouse, a neighbour, or someone who lives with a disability, a medical condition, including a terminal or chronic illness, a mental illness, or is frail and aged, then Carers ACT can help. That's right, Benny. Carers are unpaid help who support with daily living activities. And Carers ACT recognises and promotes the roles that carers have in our Canberra community. We offer a range of services designed to support, connect and empower carers in their caring roles and personal wellbeing with programs such as short-term replacement care, when you need a break, counselling, educational workshops, social and therapeutic activities and advocacy. Sounds great. How do the support services help? Great question, Benny. Our supportive programs are designed to build resilience and knowledge, offer stress management strategies, relax and re-energise your body, mind and provide a unique opportunity to connect socially with other carers. By working together, we can connect you to other carers, provide advice and guidance and give you a break when you need it so you can maintain your caring relationship and a sense of self. I know that Carers ACT is the delivery partner for the Carers Gateway in the ACT. How can people get in touch and have a yarn about how you can help? Carers can now call the One National Number, 1-800-422-737. That is linked to a wide range of services. What if people don't know exactly what they need help with? Can they still call? Totally. You don't have to know exactly what to ask for. You can just talk through any problems you are having and the Care Gateway staff will try and match you with services that can help. Amazing. Thanks for filling us in. Thanks, everyone, for listening to Sharing Common Grounds of Caring Podcasts. See ya.